Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Welcome back to America's Heroes Group. As always, we're doing community outreach at this roundtable. August is National Wellness Month. Today is Saturday, August 12, 2023. Our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Claymore, the co-host. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith. Our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scott Turner Productions, who is not with us today, but will be back soon. So make sure you see us on WVN.com. We're live streaming today on WVN.com. You can also check us out on iHeartRadio, but not on Facebook and not on YouTube today. But you will see us coming up and loading, uploading, of course, all our stuff on YouTube and also on Facebook so you can see what we look like and hear our topics and also go back and look at our archives. But we have a great guest today. That is Mr. Michael Manson. He's a U.S. Navy veteran, founder and president of the Musical Arts Institute. And we're going to talk about what they do with their mission and also some of the great things they're doing with the kids of today. And also seeing how veterans have been serving our community after their initial tour is done. How are you doing, Mike? All is well. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. So tell us, tell us about the Musical Arts Institute. How did you come up with this? Um, what do you guys do? Okay. So, um... Back in 2010, or actually just before 2010, um, I had been teaching music in the very affluent uh, north suburbs of Evanston and North uh, Northbrook, and uh, where we had all the resources and uh, instruments and motivations, and the families were great. Uh, uh, parents were were involved with their kids. The arts was really valued. And then around 2009, 2000, uh, just before 2010, um, I taught uh, uh, for a year here in the CPS, uh, Southside South Chicago, and I found out one thing, that our kids on the South Side of Chicago have just as much talent, just as much ability as any other kid where, where the resources are, are, are plenty. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so my wife and I decided to, to open up a, a location where uh, kids would have a chance to express themselves in the arts, express themselves in music, with the spirit of excellence, where seemingly there were not enough resources in the schools and in, in the other youth development uh, organizations where the focus would be on excellence. So that said, in 2010, we opened up. Uh, we were donated uh, to St. James AME Church. We, uh, they donated a parish house to us, and they, uh, we opened up. Um, we started out with uh, 30 students and five teachers. Mm-hmm. And now through our partnerships and, and uh, community outreach, we're serving over 3,000 students per week wow. uh, with music education. Uh, and in, in also we have about 100 students who are all our uh, college, ready, college readiness program, our conservatory, music conservatory program, where those kids, 100% of those kids, uh, get scholarships in music and go on to college and 
uh, we're very proud of that. So we exposed about 300 kids, uh, 3,000 kids, I'm sorry, to uh, music and music education, uh, trying to just kind of lessen the uh, the negative elements that are in our community, you know, uh, perhaps even uh, prevent some crimes, you know, put an instrument in somebody's hands who, you know, might have a gun in their hand or, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's it's that extreme in our community honestly uh so um so now we're 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 almost 13 years in no we're 13 years in and uh, uh and looking to grow even further wow that's amazing so being able to just to go from taking in from the uh, experience and the knowledge you had from from being successful in a community that had resources and then going from and realizing and saying no well, let me go back to my own community and let me go and help out Absolutely. the kids that haven't had the type of um, the cultivation and the resources and the instruments and things like that, helping these kids mm-hmm. out and then making a difference in the in- impact. Do you take a lot of that, that service? Um, what made you, what made you hit you? What made you take that service and that, and that, that, that burden, if you will, on your back to create such a thing? So it's gotta be like pushing a boulder uphill to do what you've done and to build yeah. a, what you built in the South side of Chicago. Well, I mean, I take it very personal. Uh, I grew up when music education was uh, was abundant, and uh, back when I was very young, there was a, a music teacher uh, that told me, and I believed him, that I was talented at music, and I could make music my livelihood for the rest of my life if I actually pursued it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking through our thirty teachers uh, to create those stories. Uh, music can change your life. Uh, the study of music can change your life. Even if you're not a professional musician, uh, even if, they, if the kids choose to do something else in their lives, um, the study of music has such benefits uh, that if we can get that out to our kids, uh, again, we create a, a, a stronger, better citizen for our community. Wow. And then when, when you're talking about your time in the military, you're in the Navy. And yes. did, did any of that, did you, what made you join the Navy? And then did you take any of those um, resources and, and skills and apply that to what you do today? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, I had a real desire to go to college once I left high school. Didn't really have the much, uh, that much money. Uh, so I was like, okay, well, I need to do something. So uh, so I, I joined the Navy. Um, and actually, I, my major job was an aircraft mechanic, so I worked in, mm-hmm. at the air bases. But I had, uh, since I had a sense of musical talent, I participated in the Navy Gospel Choir and the Navy Jazz Band. And uh, so those things, and, and being able to study with musicians who were, were, who were so dedicated, uh, just took my game up a little bit more. And so once I was... Uh, uh, Back home and in the reserve, I put those those skills to good use. Wow! And how do how do kids find you? How do kids get involved with your program? Ah, good question. It's amazing. Um, once you're doing good work in the community, word of mouth travels really really well. Um, of course, we have our website. We have our marketing team, and we, you know. And the big thing for us is being being exposed to three thousand kids per week uh where we're essentially looking for the diamonds in the rough so that's the big that's the biggest uh 
deal for us is to be uh, in the schools, in the in youth organizations, uh, looking for the the next Michael Manso, or looking for the next George Duke, or looking for the next Beyonce, or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we're we're looking for them. And uh, uh, but in the uh, in the midst of all of that, we're doing good work with uh, providing music as an alternative to these kids. Wow, and the kids don't have to have a lot of resources. That's the thing that I think is so amazing because um, being playing a musician, an instrument can be expensive. Trying to acquire an instrument can be inexpensive. Absolutely, and they do not have to have it. And uh, that was the thing that uh, uh, you know when I was uh, in Northbrook and in Edmonton and those areas, you know, having those instruments was no big deal. Hmm. You know, they were readily available in the schools and. You know, parents were more than willing and had the resources to to buy instruments. Uh, that is not the case here on the South Side of Chicago. Mm. And uh, uh, so the MAI uh, assists in, in in giving instruments and scholarshiping instruments to, to kids and families that need the, those resources in order to be successful. So how do you get support and, and the funding to do what you do? Because you're a nonprofit organization um, and you've been doing this for 13 years now. How do you mm-hmm. how do you go about getting sponsors to partner with you to help you your, on your mission? Okay, <laughs> it's pretty wide ranging, but uh, being the executive director, I call myself the chief beggar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm the chief beggar for money, uh, but no, I uh, we have a number of foundations, uh, uh, philanthropical uh, uh, organizations that give to us on a yearly basis. Uh, we also have individual donors that give to us. Um, we receive a little state funding, uh, you know, for crime prevention. And uh, so it's, it kind of varies, you know, but mainly it's foundation and individual donors that give to us. And we're always looking for uh, donations and we're always doing fundraisers so that we can raise funds and be known in the community. And speaking of fundraisers, I, I see I have a I have your your uh, pamphlet here. I'm gonna put this in the camera if they can see it. But I got the, mm-hmm. the the Dream Big Gala, 2023 yes. to 2024 sponsored opportunities, January 13th, 2024, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. It's gonna be held at mm-hmm. 5300 North River Road, Rosemont, which is the Lowe's Hotel in Rosemont, Illinois. That's gonna be yeah. a great gala, um, kind of a black tie event. Tell us about this, and then also what else do you have on the on the agenda coming up for the rest of this year and next year? So we're really really excited. Uh, the, the Dream Bed Gala is going to uh, be a, our big fundraising event for 2024. It's actually going to be uh, Martin Luther King weekend, Saturday, January 13th, uh, at the Lowe's uh, Hotel in Rosemont. Um, it's going to be a big, it's a musical extravaganza in which we will have Musical Arts Institute uh, students that are going to play. I'm actually a recording artist myself, and I'm going to play. Um, and I'm going to put it out there. Uh, uh, we're going to have a very special guest mm. who was the lead singer for the R&B group LTD. Okay, Can't really say the name right now. Do the research. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably find it out pretty soon. I can see my mom's. I can, I can see my mom's record. She had an LGT album in her basement and Cadenza, and I remember that album right. cover. I can't remember the, which album right. it was. Right, 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 right. So, uh, 
but he's a very, very special guest, very, very special friend of mine. Um, was it Jeff, wasn't Jeffrey Osborne? He wasn't the lead singer, was he? He was one of them. He was in there. Okay. You didn't hear from me, but yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, yeah, Jeff, Jeffrey will be with us. Wow. Not really supposed to advertise that just yet, but uh, uh, but yes, he will be uh, our, our very special guest. Wow, that's and, amazing. That's going to be cool. Yes, it will be. It will be very cool. And uh, we've known each other for, for many, many years. Uh, we were introduced to our, our good friend, our mutual friend, George Duke, who, who passed away about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, so I played in George Duke's band for about, uh, I'm a bass player by trade. And um, so I played in George, George Duke's band for about 17 years, the last 17 years of his life. And, of course, uh, Jeffrey and uh, George were the best of friends because uh, George was uh, his producer who started his solo career. Wow. So, lots of history there. Wow, wow. So what else do you have coming up? Anything beyond this? That well, what, do you, what do you guys do as your daily operations? Like, Give me a day, a day in the life of... Mr. Michael Manson and his wife. <laughs> okay, so uh, we get up in the morning. We uh, both of us have early morning practice routines. Tom, so we're both musicians, of course, and uh, uh, so we we get we have very early practice routines. Then we come to the school. Uh, we check on our staff. Uh, we have again a very 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 uh, capable staff of. 30 teaching musicians mm. uh, checking on their staff and make sure that they have what they need in order to fulfill our mission. Uh, and then uh, all of us still teach. So, um, so she'll teach a lesson or two. I'll teach a lesson or two. Uh, and then I'm on the phone or on the computer uh, searching for funding. That's kind of my day. And then uh, using the evening or so, you know, aside from having uh, uh, sit down time with her, you know, we have some type of rehearsal or practice or ensemble that we're uh, involved with, uh, you know, either with kids or with professionals. Wow. I think that's important. We had a, we had a, a guest on earlier today, and, uh-huh. and I, there's something that you learn in the military, you have exposure to, but musicians know this better than anybody else, I believe. My, my uh-huh. personal opinion, I think you guys are the best understanding the value of practice or or AI or another way of saying it is training. Absolutely. Going to, and that discipline oh, yeah. and that di- discipline to do it every day and do it all the time. But in a sense, you know, maybe because you love it so much, but it does, does practice ever seem like work or does it, is it just, is it just fun when you practice? It's, I, it's repetitive, right? Mm-hmm. But it allows me to do the thing that I love so much. So uh, it's it's not really work because I I figure I don't think I've I've been playing music now for over forty six years. I don't feel like I've worked a day in my life. Mm. Meaning that uh, I get up every morning and I get a chance to do what I love. Mm-hmm. Now, practice is routine. Practice is you know arduous, repetitive, uh, but allows me to do what I love at a high level so that I feel good about what I'm doing and others, I get the chance to share with others the gift of music. Mm. So I don't, I don't feel like it's work at all. Wow. That's such a powerful lesson. I think that kids 
and particularly in, in communities where there's so much temptation and and and, other, and trap doors and wrong way and uh, alleys and things like that where you can just go into an area and, and never come out of and not have mm-hmm. success in life because of those decisions you might be tempted to make. But having mm-hmm. the discipline to learn how to do something constructive and being able to do that all the time and do that every single day to have that that uh, that that uh, that desire to do something and to make yourself better. You know, I think that's such a powerful lesson. And I I think every child in America, I don't have any children personally, but I I talk to my girlfriend about this all the time. I told her is that, you know, uh, I wish somebody had done that with me when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the discipline to, you know, to try to bang out the keyboard all the time. (laughs) And you get frustrated Mm -hmm. because it doesn't sound right. And then you get frustrated and frustrated. And if if there's nobody there to kind of mentor you and help you along the way, sometimes you just don't, you you just give it up. Right. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where uh, I was just talking with a parent uh, just the other day about how music and academics and music and, 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 and schooling, specifically math, uh, just they go hand in hand. The benefits are so great uh, when you're studying music. And again, having that discipline, being able to practice something, being able to problem solve. Mm-hmm. You know, because practice, like I said, is very repetitive, uh, and sometimes you get stuck. You know, and being able to break down that musical problem into a small segment and do it repetitively, in order to figure it out, and not only that, to the point of mastery. Mm. That is just, those benefits outweigh everything. You know, it's like, you know, it's one of the best things, one of the best benefits of playing music being able to to learn yourself and learn that discipline and learn how to problem solve and you know and uh like i said music and, and academics they go well together mm. so what would you say is the state of um music and education today or because we hear about a lot of stuff going on in the world or united i should say in this mm-hmm. country particularly or um schools are running into budget problems um, what's the state of the? Can you give us kind of a rundown, as a, almost like as a correspondent, like what's happening in, in um, particularly in secondary education, high schools? I'm talking not secondary, but high schools. I'm talking about um, what's happening with the arts and, and education. Are they? Is, is it being financed? Is it being funded? Is it? Is it? Is it dying? Is it thriving? What's going on? So, um, it depends on the culture. It depends on the environment. Um, uh, I must say, you know, uh, from personal view. Uh, sometimes funding for the arts depends on your zip code. Mm. And uh, depending on your zip code, it could be funded. It could be, uh, uh, it could be uh, uh, well-funded, actually, and, and, and admired. Uh, and then the other zip codes, uh, there's probably no money for it. Mm. Uh, I like to say that's where the, the Musical Arts Institute steps in. In our zip codes, where there's very little funding, uh, and resources are, 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 are slim, if any, um, that's where we step in. Uh, we're not needed in, in an affluent suburb. Uh, we're needed where there is little funding and little encouragement, and, uh, but the kids are still in need. Uh, so um, I'm saying that, you know, in some communities, uh, when they make a budget cut, you know, they don't cut the arts. Mm-hmm. But seemingly in other zip codes, specifically our zip codes, you know, if there needs to be a budget cut, the arts go first. Mm-hmm. And uh, so 
can the tide change? Of course it can. But there's always going to be a need in the um, – there are even some high schools here in this area that don't have a music program. That, to me, is a travesty. Wow. Uh, it's like you're in high school and you're, you know, you're about to make decisions for your life, and music is not one of them that are provided in the schools. What mm. is that? That's craziness to me. Yeah. You know? And you hear about um, some of these stories. I mean, people that are successful today that can, can point back to the, a YMCA or a music program that kept them, out of the, kept them out of trouble and actually put them on the path absolutely. of success. You know? Yeah. And, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a. a trigonometry <laughs> class that got them where they, where they were, unfortunately, <laughs> unless they're Neil deGrasse Tyson or somebody like that. But they're, I mean, they're, it's just, you always hear about, you know, the the business person or the the, the athlete or the, the entertainer, yeah. but particularly in business. And you, so yeah. many people that said, you know what? Yeah, with the after school program, when I was instead of you know I was playing drums instead of you know hanging out in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that it's that tenuous, you know. Uh, so um, we're we're actually looking at a new home, a new new building that we're we're trying to buy, uh, in in uh, and we're looking around in the neighborhood that the new neighborhood that we're we're going to be experiencing. And it's like, you know, there is such a need, you know, for the Musical Arts Institute in, in organizations like us that come, go in and find these kids who uh, seemingly um, don't have a, an opportunity to express themselves in the arts and to give them opportunity. That's a big deal for us. And to reach you, so if, if kids go to the Musical Arts Institute dot org, that's www.musicalartsinstitute.org, yes. they can go and find mm-hmm. their information. Also, find out ways as to partner or sponsor, um, and businesses and so on. Once again, give us the information about the gala. Oh, and that's the gala. So the gala is uh, uh, January thirteenth, uh, six o'clock to to, to ten o'clock. Um, is it six and- to ten or seven to eleven? The one I said says seven to eleven. Uh, the the VIP hour sets at six. Okay, perfect. So yeah, um, and then we have another event coming up real soon as well. So mm-hmm. I mean, I did want to put that in there as well. Oh, we have a golf tournament. Okay, uh, coming up. Uh, golf outing, our first annual uh, golf outing. Uh, it's going to be uh, September twenty seventh at the Odyssey Golf um, Odyssey Country Club in Tinley Park. And uh, if you go to our website, of course, there's a lot more information about that. Uh, but uh, we're excited about that. It's going to be from uh, 7 o'clock to uh, 1 o'clock with the luncheon included. And uh, for, for those who are into golf, uh, that's a Wednesday. Uh, and we already have a number of golfers who have uh, registered. But uh, and I'm not a golfer, I'm, you know, uh, full disclosure. But uh, uh, but I'm being indoctrinated into the world of golf. Uh, you didn't get me. You couldn't get me. I mean, I, lo- I like to play golf. I don't. I'm not. I have a lot of golf bums that are friends of mine. But I, uh-huh. I just can't. I just can't get into. It. I don't know what it is. Doesn't doesn't grab me the same way. I don't get bored with it. Like if you take, I'll go. I'll go in a minute on somebody's golf, you know, outing or trip or whatever in a minute. Sure. But I won't. Uh-huh. I'm not that guy that gets up like every day at five o'clock, like my friend. Won't say, won't say any right. names that, <laughs> and try balls every day for like two hours. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so uh, I'm finding that there's a big community out there yeah, that there loves. And uh, so we're providing opportunity to for people to play a, a round of golf for a good cause. 
and keep us posted. We'll have you back on the show soon because we want to hear more about the, about these opportunities for partnerships and also for these people to help their communities with what you do. Thanks a lot for coming on our show. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.